1: On air and online at the ticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. The NFL Heavy Hour Two here on the block. We'll dive into that in just a sec. First off, I want to let you know that you can get in touch with the show, 402-464-5685. Text or call in Sartor Heyman text line, Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Or if you're on any of our starter Heyman live video streams, you can comment Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. Wherever you put a comment, we will see it. So no matter how you're tuned into the show, you can be a part of it. And we thank you for listening. We appreciate your interaction. ticket family. Uh, we appreciate uh, you being with us every day here from 2 to 4 on the block. Um, we do want to let you know that this will be the last hour of live in studio content, uh, for a while, uh, four o'clock. We will throw it to national programming. Uh, we've got to rally around Mark Onweiler again today. So we're going to take some time, uh, take care of our own. We'll throw it to national and then be back with you uh, at eight o'clock here. And then tomorrow, same deal, uh, rallying around the Onweiler family will be national from eight in the morning, uh, till two. So we'll be back with you on the block. Um, Tomorrow, but again, uh, keep keep marking the Onweiler family in your prayers. Keep you know, sending those good vibes, uh, because like DP says, you know, you're not just listeners; you're family. Uh, so make sure we're we're still coming around them. Keep them in your thoughts and prayers. Uh, I'm Austin Norman. He's Eric Strickland. Happy to be back with you here for another hour on the block. Uh, brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. I believe they're back open today. It is a Wednesday. Uh, go make sure you check out Charles and his crew. Open through the weekend. Uh, their lunch buffet. Help yourself and get a big plate, then go back and get another one. Uh, you will certainly uh, be happy and satisfied. All right, Strick, turning our attention to the NFL, we're going to start with the quarterback position, maybe the most important you know position in, in modern sports in a lot of ways. And we had some, some guys that really stepped up last year, that, that came to the forefront. Uh, one of them uh, has some ties to uh, the Johnson family cluster that you talk with during We Talk Facts. Uh, Gino Smith of the Seahawks Mm -hmm. journeyman backup didn't do a whole lot then really jumps on the scene uh, last season what did you see out of Gino last year that helped him lead the Seahawks uh, higher up in the NFC West
2: well it it just looked like it was a it was a culmination of just all the 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 body of work that he had put in learning listening watching observing seeing uh, getting a good understanding of Pete Carroll and, and and what the offensive coordinator there wanted and 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 really just continued to work on the craft behind the scenes, working with the, uh with, with it's not it's not called the scout team. They're called the, uh, the practice, practice squad, squad. Uh, working with the practice squad, just really just putting in the time and the effort in order to prepare himself for the moment when the moment moment presented himself so that he didn't miss it. So I, I really like that about him.
1: Geno and the Seahawks benefited to some degree from the Rams being way down the injuries and lack of depth caught up with them and the Cardinals not having a plan. But they're still out there chasing San Francisco, mm-hmm. who is at the top of that division. How much pressure is there on Geno Smith you know, to be that guy to carry them? And how much of it is Geno just has to do his job with all the offensive you know, receiving weapons around him?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it helps. It helps to have... It, it... There's no question, uh, Lockett and, and Metcalf and guys like that. Now you're going to have Smith and Jigba. I mean, that's 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 just that can only do it. And you have a solid line too. So mm-hmm. and then Kenneth Walker, you know, you've got great balance of everything around you, so you don't have to feel that you have to do anything special or you know do anything outside of your comfort zone. Just 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 be you, and just take care and manage and and and, and keep things. You know, just going down the field in a methodical way and doing what you and making the big play when it presents itself. Just all of those things, man. And 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 he was up for the challenge.
1: Whose job is easier? I guess not that being an NFL quarterback is ever easier. But between Geno Smith and another guy on this list and Jalen Hurts, who has it easier?
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, I I think they would have very similar, you know, a lot of similarities. I mean. A.J. Brown, that move that they made was huge for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smith is 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 solid. Smith reminds me of um, what's what's the what's the, my you know. Sometimes I hate this when it when I get get put on the on the block like this. Um, what what's uh, Jackson? Um A Lamar? No, no, no. no. Rob receiver uh, played at Philly. Played it. Oh, Deshaun.
1: Deshaun. Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, the,
2: Deshaun yeah. Jackson. Yeah, the, it came right back away. to me. So, it, it, he Smith reminds me of Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson mm-hmm. a lot, right? So then you've got that, and and just just a solid group of guys. I mean, even the running game with Son is it Son Sanders? Yeah. With with, with them, even their running game was was better than most people expected. So for me, I think it's they're pretty similar. In a a lot of ways. Now, obviously, the pressure is more on Jalen Hurts because of how far you were able to go with that team. Mm -hmm. You still got that back for the most part. Mm -hmm. Defense is great. They're going to put you in great position. So, you know, there's a lot of pressure on you to to perform again. He doesn't have to do anything. I, I like the fact that he didn't have to use his legs. Is you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like Justin Fields and and them, they they sometimes they still try to do a lot with their legs. Obviously, uh, I mean uh, Lamar Jackson tries to do that, but with him, he just really did a good job of reading. He surprised me with his touch, mm-hmm. with his ability to drop balls like over the hands and over the heads of. With, of of the DBs in deep throws, mid throws, as well as in the flats and stuff like that. So, he really surprised me, like, how well he was able to – now, you knew he could throw the ball. I think at Alabama, you saw there were some inconsistency sometimes as far as making the throws. Uh, Used his legs tremendously well there, but I, I think he's gotten better as a quarterback.
1: Jalen Hurts, to your point, I mean, sacked 38 times last year, that's a lot, but only rushed for 230 yards. Yeah. Which – or maybe that was the yardage of the sacks. Let me scroll down and see if I can make sure. Uh, just kidding. Last year he rushed for seven hundred sixty yards. Uh, so two hundred thirty lost, but, on it was, sacks. It, but it was, but it was five it yards to carry. Yeah,
2: it was. It was, at, but it was as needed. It wasn't right. It wasn't like he was like. Um, you ever seen the movie Happy Feet? Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like he was Happy Feet back there. It was no. like he was in control. He stepped up. He slid. He kept his eyes downfield, and then oh there's all this space out here, let me take it, or okay they're they're over pursuit in their rush they're they rush too high. Let me step up. they're in man. We need a first down i'm gonna take it. You know it was like his decision making was just way way better than I'd seen it. you know, it was this time where the pressure got too tight, and he was gone. You know he didn't do that like that. It was very you know. He had a method to the madness of what he was doing. That's what it looked like for me. Now, I could be wrong, but that's what it looked like.
1: No, I think you're definitely on to something. So, for Jalen Hurts, then, what's a fair ceiling and floor? I mean, his ceiling is obviously MVP caliber. But having seen that, you know, second-place MVP finish, is he a, a top-10 quarterback now? Do you still need to see more before you put him there? Where about does he fall? Whoo! I
2: mean, I th- I think he's a top-tier quarterback. I, I really do. I, I, I'm hoping he can duplicate what he did. Let me just say that. For sure. I'm, I, I really do. I, I think, I think he's the what the kind. I don't think he's the kind of guy that.
1: Let me like Jordan Poole, that can't handle success. Everything we've heard about Jalen Hurts is he's the adult in the room. Always has. Been. Right.
2: You, mm-hmm. you, so you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when guys get a certain amount of success, I e maybe Kyler Murray. You know, early Giants. success sometimes you kind of get put up there and then all of a sudden your your worth ethic can kind of drop off a little bit. I don't see that in Jalen Hurts. I see him wanting to get better. I see him wanting to be one of the best to do it. You know, mm-hmm. you can tell he has that kind of worth ethic.
1: Uh, the last guy on this list out of the NFC is actually uh, in that NFC East as well as you look at uh, Daniel Jones of the New York Giants. Daniel Jones's path to consistency, I think, goes through Saquon Barkley mm-hmm. and everything being held up at the contract negotiations right. out there in the Meadowlands. But this was a guy the Giants didn't want to commit to, right? They made him play out that fifth year before they offer him the new bag. And he gets it. Um, he gets that new four-year deal. They re-sign him uh, for longer term. Daniel Jones, I think, took a pretty good step forward last year. 15 touchdowns to five interceptions is all uh, through the air. But he can run the ball pretty well he took better care of the football do you like him for the Giants long term
2: I mean I think Dable does I mean that was one of the things one of the questions for them coming in and I I think they had their answer they got their answer for but 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 let me throw this back at you um who else out there That's Never. what I'm saying. Like, when you really think about it, um, who, who else are you going to go and get right now? It's, it, it's, it, to me, it seems like it's very slim pickings. Uh, otherwise, you're taking a super risk. You, you know, the devil you know is the, the one you go with, I think. You know what I mean? Um, no pun intended on that. I mean, <laughs> no, literal, no literal intake on that. But, yeah, I'm just saying that I think they they know – what they've got in him and it's um it's kind of like a pot of clay a pile of clay where Mm -hmm. it's still some shaping and molding that can be done to it to make it become a great piece you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i think that he he has that i think he's he now he's not you know a top tier you know to me do you think cousins is top tier no Okay, so yeah. I, he, he could seem like he could be like a Cousins
1: to me. I like that. Cousins with legs? Yeah. Fair enough? Yeah. Let's switch our focus to the AFC then. Uh, I want to start down in South Beach, start in Miami for an, another quarterback that the team was sold on and then not all of a sudden. Then they go back to him. Mm-hmm. And that's Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah. Straight through the first month and a half of the season or so, the it Dolphins were lighting the world on was fire. Tough. With, with Waddle, with Hill, mm-hmm. uh, Mike McDaniel's offense Gotta watch out for flipped. Hill.
2: You do. Because there's there's mm-hmm. maybe some looming trouble with that. But well, go ahead. Mm-hmm.
1: Tua was having by far the, the best start to a year of his career. Mm-hmm. Absolutely incredible stuff going on down in Miami. Gets the concussion, gets slammed into the turf, hurts his head. Ah, that was, and uh, then it happens again. Yeah. Not long after. It's hard for me to want to put too much pressure on Tua coming back from those two nasty, you know, head bumps. But given what we saw the first month and a half of the season, that was fun. He could be legit in Miami.
2: Yeah, I, I think so. I think he has a capability of being uh, being legit. Um, you can just track the history of concussions that that, that um, you know, guys, even like Elway and you know, other 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 top. Who else? I think um, there was another one that um, I, don't, I don't think it was Favre. Um, there's a few of them that that express that those those concussion things can. It can it can take a huge toll on you. Let's just look at Junior Seau. There's a mm-hmm. lot of there's a there there's more of them now. I mean I'm just, just I'm just that's a couple, but that CT stuff and and just the mental uh, capacities long term. Now we're not talking short term, but we're talking long term. Those things are put at risk every time you step out on the on the, on the uh, field. That risk goes up significantly, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at Tua and I'm saying I'm I'm worried for him. Like those those. The way that that second one looked it it was not good at all
1: right? when his hand you know yeah, curls up gosh. and he can't stand up straight
2: yeah that did that was that would that didn't look good at all now the thing about it is even though there's more restraint on the quarterback position as far as what you you know uh, where you Lyman can hit and you can DNs hit have yeah, yeah and how, all of that stuff at the same time it doesn't it doesn't mitigate that in the heat of the moment, situations do happen. Mm-hmm. Like, even the way that it happened for him, it wasn't like it was egregious. You know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it was just kind of, and this is what kind of upsets me about the NFL in, in a lot of ways. Like, I've seen penalties called on D linemen and, and, and even on D backs. And I'm like, what do you want the man to do? Like, it's like, in college sometimes I'm I'm like, like, I'm I'm so glad I didn't I, – I, if I still played ball, I would be frustrated. Like, my decision to not play football would have been way more easier by just watching football today because mm-hmm. of just the lack of what you can't do. Now, playing offense probably would be – yeah, that might have been the decision I yes, might have made going over there, you know, knowing that you can't do certain things to guys. <laughs> so, I, 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 I worry for him. But I think – um. It can go one of two ways. It's like he's standing at a crossroads right now. You know, like when you get to the crossroad, there's a decision to make. You don't know the destination of what's down each road, but you know that you've got to make a decision as to which way it can go. It can go either way for him. Mentally, it can can thwart his situation is the way he handles himself in the pocket, the way he makes throws, when someone's barreling down on him, how much he gives up, how much he's willing to take. Then on the other side, it can absolutely be a turnaround because sometimes playing with, not with fear of of like a healthy fear, sometimes mm-hmm. playing with a healthy fear is good because it makes you go, you know, 100 out. Because the more tentative you are, I always told kids, I said, listen, if you don't like this and you don't want to play, don't play. Because you're going to be worse off and get probably hurt more by being tentative in, in your play as opposed to playing all out.
1: Nebraska fans have a great example of that in Taylor Martinez. Fast as they came, but whenever he got in traffic, he stood straight up. Didn't mm-hmm. lower the shoulder, anything like that. He stood up got shellacked mm-hmm. time and time again. So having yeah. that mentality, you're right. I mean, if you're not going to go 100%, yeah. don't do it. Absolutely don't. The last guy on this list to get to, um, also in the AFC, Trevor Lawrence of the Jacksonville Jaguars in the second year last year he leads the Jaguars uh, to the playoffs a wild card round win come back a wild one over the Chargers four interceptions uh, followed up by four touchdowns then <laughs> in the second half yeah that was crazy uh, as the Jags come back and win Trevor Lawrence I think took a lot of steps forward uh, last year increased his completion percentage by you know darn near seven percent uh, added another couple yards to his average you know air yards per attempt. Um, he cut down on the interceptions big time from 17 down to eight last year, doubled his touchdowns, uh, up to 25 and the Jags were the only team in the AFC South with a winning record, only nine and eight, but between Trevor Lawrence, ETN, uh, Evan Ingram, I think is still down there. Trevor Lawrence has some weapons and right now looks like the best quarterback in the AFC South
2: to me. Um, I think he has the most pressure. Okay. Okay. And the reason being is because he was thought of to be one of the next comings. Right. He's had time. It's understandable of the time that has been given because of just how the jag situation. But I think they've come a long way and they're on the cusp. So Mm -hmm. it's time to show and prove now. And so I think he has probably the most pressure. And I think you're, you, you know, you're, you're right to think that, but will it be duplicated? or will it go to another level. That's what so I think he does have some more pressure, probably more cr- pressure than anybody I think on here.
1: Can Trevor Lawrence do what Joe Burrow did?
2: <sighs> wow. <laughs> I got stumped. Um cuz that's a that's a tough one. Cuz I I y- <clears throat>
1: The, the case for I
2: can't I can't even say the reason is the reason is is he's had he's went through his early moments but I can't say he had the same I mean <laughs> the reason why I can't say is apple to apple because how would Trevor Lawrence be if he had a T Higgins and if he had a Jamar Chase exactly. you know what I'm That's saying so mm-hmm. I, I don't, he didn't have that so I it makes it tough for me to kind of weigh it out but I think now I mean if you want to say okay go back and judge it but it's different to judge from that that getting that experience as opposed to coming in with with just the talent part of it and executing and getting it done now I can say that I'm impressed by the way Joe Burrow did it without a line (laughs) so so okay if you want to apples apples at I don't think so you know i'll say no mm-hmm. but because he didn't have a line so i i, I that makes it tough
1: well, let me add, let me rephrase it slightly to finish up the segment can he have the same effect on the jaguars that joe burrow did on the bengals in terms of off the field locker room and just kind of kind of raising the bar
2: i think joe burrow has um a lot more swag okay um and charisma Something that people gravitate to. I think Trevor, not to say that he doesn't, I just, he seems to kind of have a no-nonsense, you know. Kinda um, quieter. Yeah, kind yeah. of quieter demeanor about him. Still a leader, but uh, he doesn't seem to have that, that same flair that, that Joe has to me. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, anonymous Texture says Anthony Richardson is going to be fun to watch. My worry is he's going to be fun for opponents to watch for the first couple of years. <laughs> I, I'm worried that it's going to take a few years for him. But uh, once we get those, uh, you know, growing pains sorted out, I, I'm on board the Anthony Richard train to some degree. I, I'm in wait and see mode with him. Um, but I, I still think Trevor Lawrence is going to be the best quarterback in that division, which isn't necessarily a high bar. When you're looking at a rookie in Anthony Richardson or Gartner Minshew, you're looking at CJ Stroud down in Houston and then Ryan Tannehill, right. in, in Tennessee. So it's not like right. he has a lot of competition in that division. Pause.
2: But- can can uh, the situation in 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 Tennessee uh, be unearthed by anybody <sighs> outside of Tannehill, or is Tannehill just the go to?
1: Man, I I think he has to be for this year. Malik, Malik. They don't. On I those. think they've given up on Malik. Yeah. Yeah there's got to be another Ryan Tannehill type out there, but Malik Willis deserves a fair chance. He does, plain and simple. Um, let's keep the NFL conversation going next segment, but look at some active players in their Hall of Fame chances. What do you think? Are these guys locks? Do they have a the good chance? Do they have work to do? What do you think? We'll give you some names. We'll go through some others when we get back here on the block